Titan spacecraft did not crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. You know flat earthers, I guarantee it. But you don't know who they are because they're afraid of talking about it. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system. Hello and welcome to another edition of Subliminal Deception Podcast, weekly dose of conspiracy theory. Bullshit, my name is Cody, I'm joined by my pal Phil, how are you? Doing good, buddy. How about yourself? <laughs> uh, slowly doing better. So, <laughs> the reason we are not doing a regularly scheduled episode is because of me, and I um, I think I got the flu over the weekend, which was fucking miserable, and I'm still kind of still healing from it. I might be able to hear it in my voice, hopefully... I'm hoping the boogers stay in place at least long <laughs> enough to get this recording done because holy fuck, it just like comes out at the most inopportune times. Yeah, you do sound uh, like you're almost back to normal. I would say about 95%. You can still hear a little bit in there, but yeah, I I don't feel too bad. I'm just like tired and uh, I don't know. My nose keeps running. Other than that, it's not nothing too bad you know you know when you like blow your nose so much it starts to get raw i'm i'm about at that point right now okay yeah that's i haven't gotten my uh my yearly fall sickness yet i'm anticipating that hopefully before we go on our our trip yeah i can uh catch a little flu from somebody maybe the wrong person sneezes on me at the bar or something like that and uh yeah i won't carry that to new orleans so but yeah this uh this week would have been our first episode in a two-parter on Men in Black. So stay tuned. Uh, that'll be next weekend and the weekend after. Parts one and then two. So. It's going to be one meaty subject there. Men in Black yeah. is uh, obviously a staple of the uh, UFO community. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'm I'm having to stop myself from just like blasting out like 20 pages for each episode because I know we're going to be talking back and <laughs> forth. So you don't want it to, <laughs> it might turn into a three-parter at some point, but I'll try to keep it down. Are you, but, yeah. are you, are you watching the film series for like uh, some additional information, Men in Black 1, 2, and 3, maybe the cartoon? I don't know if you remember the cartoon. There is a shitty uh, remake that they made a couple years ago. The uh, Yay Women remake that they made. I don't know if you saw that one. Uh, no, I didn't even know they did. Yeah, they did. They came out with another one. But no, I, uh, I actually I was thinking about it. But then I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to try to keep like that down as much as I can, like that out of my mind. Because <laughs> really, like <laughs> the sad thing is when I, I've seen so much on Men in Black, especially in the past like two weeks. But every time I think about Men in Black, I think Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. So yeah, yeah. I, I still think about that. So I think I I don't I don't know about you, but I feel like the original one is the only real good one. Yeah, the original one was my favorite. The second one has its moments. Um, it's you know it's not as bad as a lot of sequels are. Uh, the third one, obviously, you know, 
one really thinks is, about that one very much. Is the third one the one with Johnny Knoxville? The second one had Johnny Knoxville in it. The third one, they go into the past. Okay. I don't think I've yeah. seen the third one then. Will Smith goes back to like 1969 and helps save the world. And they put up the shield and everything. Yeah, you got to you, you gotta watch that just to just, you know, to watch the trilogy. But I mean, you could probably miss it and, you know, live your life. Be fine. <laughs> you're not going to is it, you're not going to miss it later in life if you never watch it. Probably not. No. Yeah. But I uh, I have a little bit of news. Well, obviously, I uh, it's never great news. So I went to go uh, get my oil changed in my car. I uh, took it to a Midas, actually. Ooh. Yep. So, <laughs> and of course, uh, I've, you know, when they bring your keys back and you have to pay up, you know, you have to brace yourself because the $2,500 fucking, you know, sword hanging over your head's about to drop down. So... Yeah, yeah, they uh, they want well, so they showed me how I needed new tires, which I actually I when I got it home, I went and looked at all four of them. It's on the inside. And yes, I do need tires and I probably need the alignment. The problem is he's trying to get me new struts front and back and like a new torsion bar or some bar he was talking about and like a fuel injector cleaner and all this other stuff. And it was going to come out to like almost three grand total. And I'm sitting here thinking like every time I go over a speed bump, like I never feel it. It's just a little, a little hop and that's it. Like my struts are absolutely fine, but they're just like, he saw that I was contemplating the tires, So he just started adding things on, on the back end. <laughs> and I was like, you just came up with that off the top of your head. Like, that, the It's funny. The fuel injection cleaner, that shit's like $5. You can buy yeah, the they, jar they yourself. They claim that. Yeah, they. I know that you can buy it at a gas station. They claim that they do some three-part super cleaning of your headers and blah blah blah. They even gave me the Q-tip that they used, and it's funny because you would think that coming out of like the the injector heads and all that, it would smell a little bit like fuel. It just smelled like the the shop floor, like the floor of their shop. That's what it smelled like. <laughs> like they basically just ran the Q-tip on the ground. How how are they going to test the fuel injectors? Like. They're not usually easy to access. No, they're not easy to access at all. They didn't. And all they did was change my oil and look at my vehicle. They didn't take off anything, you know? Wow. They, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, that's exactly what I was thinking too. Yeah. Okay. You could at least. Yeah. It's, uh, I guess that's the Midas touch. Um, <laughs> Yeah, turning every oil change to gold. Yeah, I've never been to a Midas, but um, some of the more corporate, like bigger businesses like that, yeah, they definitely, they definitely try to pinch every penny out of you. Oh, it's the same when you go in in the big city. Like there are no Rick Wongans in a town of over thirty thousand. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just you can't find a decent honest one it's just no. like going to the dentist if they if they want to do any major work get a second opinion i <laughs> i have never talked to anybody who says their mechanic isn't trying to get more money out of them oh definitely yeah it's the the, th the problem is you take it to a midas and they're gonna try to get like twenty five hundred three thousand dollars worth of work out of you you take it to the dealership to get the oil change and they're gonna try to tell you that your car's junk and just go ahead and buy a new one off the lot. <laughs> there's no, there's no like, oh yeah, $70 oil change. You're good to go. There's never that. 
It's it's never going to be that, you know. What? Okay, so when we get AI mechanics, all right, are they also going to be capable of lying about what your car needs to, to be fixed? It'll be built into their program. Okay. It's- <laughs> all right. <laughs> the only problem is your AI car won't work. They'll sh- your the AI will have your car shut down until you pay the money <laughs> to get whatever fabled work that they want you know to do on it. So just to get the money out of you. Hopefully by then none of us will have cars. Or it's a subscription service where basically it's almost like you kind of grab a car, like you grab a shopping cart. That'll be that'll be good. Oh, I see. Like you just rent it for when you need it, type of thing. Yeah, it's a subscription service. Okay. And then whenever you need one, you just kind of like hop in a car. You know that sort of shit. Okay. Yeah, that would uh, that'd be kind of cool, I guess. You just yeah. like I want to take out this car for for the day or something like that. Yep, I just need to drive it around a little bit. You drop it off at some little depot, and then you, you know, the problem is we would have to live in a country that actually does public transportation, so that you didn't need a car. Yeah, like the city that I live in, you cannot survive. Like I can't even get three blocks away without either taking a lift or taking my car yeah there's no there's no public transportation at all unless you want to ride the bus and risk getting robbed raped or fucking stabbed (laughs) basically so yeah it um speaking of your city though uh so are you aware the arizona diamondbacks have moved on to the next round of the playoffs i didn't realize they were in the playoffs yeah (laughs) And I only know that because for the first time in like 21 or 22 years, the Twins won a their playoff series in baseball. Did they beat the Yankees for it? Because usually no, no, Yankees didn't even make the world uh, playoffs. Um, Okay, they beat the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay, well, good good on the Twins. Yeah, this is not a baseball town. No, no, no one cares about uh, no one cares about the Diamondbacks in this town. There are a few people, I should say, that I see wearing Diamondback stuff. But well, maybe yeah. if they're you know if they start winning, then uh, maybe more people will care. Potentially, they probably really cared about it back. I believe his name was Larry John, the yeah. really good pitcher who yeah. played for the Diamondbacks, yeah. who got him to the World Series. Did he? I believe so. I don't know. I'm not a huge baseball fan, so I only know what people told me. And apparently, like, if you lived in the city at that time, it was like really, you know, baseball. All of a sudden, like, it, it was like like when Brett Favre played for the Vikings. Yeah. And everyone in the yeah. city loved the Vikings when they were in the playoffs. It, apparently, it was like that. Or actually, this city, when the Suns had um, were in the playoffs against the Bulls, when they had... God, what's that guy's name? Charles Barkley. That's what his name is. I mean, Suns Fever, basically. Yeah, I was. Well, when any team starts winning, the you know the community is going to get excited. Apparently, the so the Twins played Wednesday. No, sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday. They uh, won on Tuesday, and apparently the crowd was like Target Field where they play was just like jam packed. Yep. Filled to the fucking brim with people, um, which is like never happened there. People were rowdy. 
Uh, and then last night was the second game that they won. It's funny because I had my concert that I'd been waiting months and months to go to uh, <laughs> yesterday. Of course, you know, of course, I get sick. It took every ounce of strength I had to fucking get there. But anyway, so it was right. Like the venue was pretty close to Twins uh, to Target Field, like literally a block away. And yeah. Uh, when we had to go there, the game was going on, and I'm like, oh, my God, parking is going to be fucking insane, or there's going to be insane amount of traffic just to get to the venue, and we, I didn't know. We didn't, couldn't find parking. Finally, there's a parking ramp, and it said $45 to park yep. there. I had four people with me, so I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to park here. Let's just get to the goddamn show. And Fortune smiled upon me because... When we were cashing out to leave, it was only $5. So, you know, I don't oh, know. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know why that sign was there. <laughs> but uh, probably it probably the prices went back when the game was over. So I'm ah. guessing that you guys probably left the venue by the time the game was already like passed. Yeah, maybe. Th- that could be. That, that definitely they o- could be. They only fucked over the people watching the twins. I got to say, I got to ask you something. Um, So I, I just... Like at a, at a concert, I like to have a beer or two, right? And yeah, uh, I wasn't really gonna have one last night just because it just you know didn't feel like it. And my friend ended up buying me a beer. And being sick and trying to drink a beer, and it's just like what you're expecting the beer to taste like. It doesn't taste like that. It's such a weird feeling. It's yeah, it, especially when your nose is clogged up and yeah. you can't taste anything correctly yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It just tasted weird. <laughs> it was not enjoyable. Yeah, and it doesn't get you drunk any faster, but it gets you the feeling like being really drunk, like how it how it makes your body feel like sick. Yeah. The sickness like multiplies that one beer. Yeah, I I've done that before where I went out drinking when I sh- you know, wasn't quite feeling well yet. And you end up like three beers, three beers in, you're about ready to throw up out in the alley. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I had one and I was done. That was good enough for me. Um, It was funny, actually. So at the show, there was four acts. Right. And Mm -hmm. the very first band right next to us, there's a boyfriend and girlfriend. You you could tell they were pretty sauced up already. Right. Yeah. And. The first band probably played maybe half an hour and all of a sudden everyone's like starts yelling and I look and I thought somebody spilled their beer on the ground, but apparently that guy had projectile vomited all over on the floor <laughs> there, right? Yeah. And and they're like, they gotta get this fucking guy out of here. He's causing a distraction, yada yada yada. One of the girls I was with said she talked to the girlfriend in the bathroom and uh, apparently she sent him home. Okay. You're like, okay, good. Get this guy out of here. Come on the third act. I look over. This guy is back over there again. He (laughs) is, you know, when you look on some, they're so drunk. There's like nobody home. Their eye, you can, you can just tell nobody's home. This motherfucker was like conscious but but or conscious, but uh, like you couldn't talk to him at all, and he was just sitting there. And I'm like, why is this guy back here again? <laughs> he just puked. All, he puked all over the floor. 
I think it's time for him to go home. Yeah, the champ returned to the building, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, and it I was like, don't stare at him. Drunk people will want to talk to you if you, if you stare at him. Don't look at him. <laughs> just like a homeless person. Yeah. Don't look at him. Don't Avoid eye contact. Oh God, he's coming over here. He's gonna be he's gonna be on the ground right in front of me. I know. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't piss on the ground, to be honest with you. Yeah. Oh, I it's funny that you waited so long for that concert and you probably thought like, oh, it's in October. I won't have any twins games that I want to watch. It's no, fine. no, absolutely <laughs> not. What's funny is And it turns out this is when they go to the playoffs. It it's funny too because I had uh Last Saturday I had another concert that I had waited forever to go, not forever, but like, you know, a month or so to go to that one. And I had to cancel that because I was covering myself in multiple blankets and shaking and sweating. And <laughs> so, yeah, that didn't work out. But I didn't want to miss the Wednesday one because that one was like Cannibal Corpse, the band I've been waiting to see for a long time. And, uh, Luckily, I made it through, but I am very tired today. Yeah, I imagine. That's the one that I see like a bunch of people wearing t-shirts for. But I've never, I guess they're probably not on the radio, obviously. Mm -mm. But I do see uh, people with t-shirts um, around who, you know, like that band, obviously. So the, uh, yeah, they're, they're in the metal community. They're very popular. But yeah, it's, mm. you'd have a, a hard time having them play them on the radio because there's literally no singing. There's no like clean lyrics. And if they don't have that, they don't want that on the radio. Yeah. And also metal too has dropped in popularity since like it's heyday in the early. Teens, so, yeah. Yeah. The, it it is funny. Like, <laughs> do you know who Morgan Wallen is? No, you don't know him. So he's like, uh, apparently he's a, <sighs> country slash pop music star very very popular like extremely popular right and yep. um he he has a concert that is set for almost a year from now right a little under mm -hmm. a year from now and people are like trying to get tickets to go to it and whatnot and you have all this bullshit about like being in a sweepstakes to get an access code to be allowed to buy tickets and, you know, that whole thing. <laughs> and I'm like, God, and the tickets were like, whatever, $300 a piece. And I'm just like, man, I could go to six or seven metal shows for that much. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. just be able to walk right in, you yeah. know, comfortably stand around. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Be about, you know, 20, 30 feet from the stage and you're, you're solid. Yeah, there was, I mean, with the whole Taylor Swift, that's all you heard was whenever Taylor Swift came to town, all of a sudden, I guess there was like an uptick in business in all of the cities that she went to. But it's it's crazy because I don't know how much like, the actual tickets were supposed to cost, but there were people talking about paying like thousands of dollars for a ticket and it not even be like a scalper. They're buying them off of like the ticket master. Well, that, those, uh, that is scalping. Yeah, I suppose that is scalping. Isn't yeah. it? We talked about that. Digital but. digital scalping. Um mm -hmm. cuz yeah, a lot of people would just get the code, buy the tickets and then sell them right away for like three or four times the price. Yep. And then people would buy those tickets <laughs> and yep. flip them again. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep. So, yeah, Ticketmaster and StubHub and all this sorts of shit. I'm just like, ugh. they kind of ruin stuff for everybody. Although, like for the smaller shows, it doesn't affect it quite as bad. But like yeah. bigger shows where people, you know, has a lot of people, they will try to rake you against the coals. Yeah, it is nice for like a football game that you want to go to that doesn't necessarily sell out right away. I mean, eventually it's going to have a pretty packed house, but it's not like scalpers are jumping on it trying to, you know, because you'll see their prices. Then you'll see like what the actual, you know, real prices are for a decent seat. And you're like, well, who the hell is going to pay $500 now when you can still buy $75 tickets, you know, yeah, like right in the same fucking row pretty much. So. Yeah. Yeah, but more than likely, somebody will buy those $500 seats. Oh, yeah, definitely. We, uh, well, I was back during the summer when I was thinking about maybe going to Iowa this uh, winter, or not winter, God, no, (laughs) maybe in October for uh, one of the Hawkeyes games, maybe like Michigan State this past weekend or something like that. I was actually looking at ticket prices, very, uh, very cheap. What was really expensive was the plane ticket. Uh, really? Because they don't have a big airport there, you have to pay like seven hundred bucks just to Holy. fly in to Cedar Rapids. So wow, okay, yeah. that uh, I think Iowa needs to work on that because there's yeah. no reason to go to Iowa, and if you have even higher ticket prices, <laughs> you're definitely not going to go there. Yeah, exactly. The only reason to go to Iowa during the fall is you know state fair is obviously over and. Really, you're going to a Hawkeyes game. The nearest airport is charging you like shit tons of money just to f- have the privilege to fly into their dump of a city. You so know? can you can you fly? Because Iowa is in Iowa City, right? Yes. So the the University of Iowa is like mainly in Iowa City. The you can't fly into them, like unless you you really can't even fly directly into Rapid either. Okay, but, so where you got to fly, Des Moines? No, no. Well, you have to connect to like Minneapolis-St. Paul or Chicago ah, in order to okay. get to Cedar Rapids. That's what I mean. You have to connect in. You can't fly directly is the problem. Gotcha. Okay. And then once you get to Cedar Rapids, you have to rent a car, obviously, drive to Iowa, which isn't far. And you're probably going to be renting a car anyway because it's Iowa. You have to drive. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you definitely uh, can't <laughs> can't walk Don't count there. on an don't count on an Uber. No, in Iowa. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> They're not there. So I always wonder if you were to get drunk, let's say in Cresco or hometown, do you think you would be able to get an Uber home, or if it's is there even a single one operating in the town? You think there might be like one person doing it just for the drunk crowd on like Thursday, Friday, or Saturday night, but I doubt it. I would. I would highly doubt it. Like Rochester is probably the closest place you could go to find like lifts or anything like that. Yeah, that's a good that's a good thing. I should just open the app on uh, next time I go back there and just see <laughs> see if anything comes up. Just for fun, order an Uber and yeah. see like what the expected wait time is. <laughs> Your Uber will arrive in five hours. <laughs> I mean, there would have to be a calling for it. Because, you know, Friday, Saturday, those bar I mean, those bars do get pretty packed. So it's, it's small town Iowa. They're just going to drive drunk. Yeah. 
That is true. See, that's the that's the thing I always forget about that. Uh, there they would rather everyone's okay to drive. You know what I mean? My wife will be pissed at me if I call her to come pick me up again. So I'm going to drive drunk right past the cops, right yeah. past the police station. <laughs> <laughs> Officer, I can't have my wife pissed at me now. <laughs> yeah, I was. It's it's so funny because out here, you know, you see somebody stumbling into their car and you're just thinking, oh, God, what a moron. What are they thinking? In Cresco, it was so common. Yeah. Anyone leaving yeah. the bar right to the right to the driver's seat. You know, nobody, <laughs> nobody at all was carpooling, you know, unless somebody was such a bad drunk driver that they lost their license and they the had to get a ride go. from someone else who was also drunk. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, uh, it was almost funny because anybody riding a bicycle around, you are pretty sure they had so yep. many DUIs they can never get their license back again. <laughs> that's the, that's the small town punishment for because everyone knows them and everyone knows why they're driving riding a bike yeah yeah exactly (laughs) yeah anyone over the age of 11 and that's in a small town is not going to be riding a bike no so (laughs) no my god i know you didn't you didn't spend too much time like in the town itself but god i when i was younger i was like i swear to god riding my bike (laughs) would seem like all fucking day like, especially during yeah. the summer. Yeah, I was trapped out on a farm most of the summer. So, yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't have any yeah. of that. So there are some times where you were in town and we would like uh, go skateboarding a lot. Yeah. When my mom started working in town and she could just kind of like drop me off or she would take me to her work and then I would walk over to like your dad's shop or your grandma's house. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yeah, but it, uh, it wasn't until my mom actually like got a job at the uh, construction company in town at the front office there. That's when that's when I started getting rides into town. I just had to be up in time for her to go to work. You so. know, you know, it's weird where my grandma was. We always used to go skateboard like on the side of the church for some reason. I was just thinking about them. Like, why did we go over there? I'm not sure why. Yeah, they had a shitty. So their back parking lot was way it was like gravel. It's way too shitty to skateboard on. We must have skateboarded on like the sidewalks there. Yeah. Like, I, I wanted up on the sidewalks basically. Yeah. Yeah. That could be or the curb. That's yeah. what it is. The curb. I just always remember being on that side, the side part of the church for some reason. I think. Yeah. It, I think it was still a church too when we were doing that. Obviously, I mean, it's a church, but no church services are being held there. It haven't been for a long time. It's more of a, like an event center or yeah. people have like funerals there or weddings there, that kind of stuff. Um, I do remember we used to go down to where like the Boatman's Bank or it's Wells Fargo probably now. But that bank out there that had the huge parking lot, we would go out there and skate around that parking lot. Boatman's Bank. I don't know why I can't think of where that is. Yeah, I think it turned. It was a couple of different banks and then it turned into Wells Fargo. In Cresco? In Cresco. It might have fucking closed down by Hmm. I guess I haven't even been, like, in the town itself for so long. Because, like, when I go home, I just go to my parents' farm and then go back home. I don't even go into the town itself, so I never know. I couldn't even tell you what businesses are on Main Street or any of that shit. 
Yeah, it was funny. Well, when I did the episode on the funeral home, I actually like looked at a town map just to see like, because look at all the funeral homes in town to remember like the names of them when I referenced them. And they actually had like the street view. And I looked at the Highway 9, the main drag that goes through town. And I was thinking to myself, like, I don't remember any of these businesses. <laughs> I know. I The last I remember is where our beloved Mabes was, where we worked. Like, yeah, that's Main Street. Like, nobody... Um, obviously, it was closed down, but nobody had taken over that business yet. Like, the building... Oh, I hope not. That fucking place was infested with yeah. fucking, yeah. fucking rats nice. and yeah. bats. Yeah. Rats in the basement, bats in the attic. You know what I always thought was weird? Now that I think about it, like, that whole basement of Mabes was, like, laid out all the time for, like, a party or something. And yeah. I don't think I ever saw anybody down there ever. No. Yeah, no one wanted to use that for a fucking venue. No, yeah, I it's not happening. <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus, all that was down there and it was never used. And I did, did they have linen on the tables? I don't think they did, right? Like in the restaurant itself? Downstairs they did. Yeah, downstairs they had like real chairs and like tablecloths on the tables. They did have that downstairs. The upstairs was um booths wasn't it yep booths and a couple of tables in the middle i always remember that long table in the back is where the old church girls would come in they'd always be sitting uh back there giving everyone dirty looks yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, man the uh <laughs> i i always think about how awkward it kind of was where the customers would walk in and they could watch you cook cook um, as they're coming in, which is kind of weird for restaurants. That usually doesn't happen. Yeah, those old ladies would come in, like, give you that bulldog look yeah. as you're cooking. <laughs> like, you're sitting there making pizzas, and they're angry that you're not, like, washing your hands the very second that you're making pizza. You know, like, how are you not washing your hands at the same moment that you're you're making pizza? It's like you yeah. just walked in, and you're like, when have you washed your hands? Like, Dude. <laughs> Do you, am I crazy or is the only hand washing thing that was like a really tiny sink? Yes. And uh, you could barely get your hands in it. Yeah, by the oven. Yeah, really by tiny the oven. sink. Yeah. yeah. Not, I don't remember it having any soap anywhere near it either. No. So. No. <laughs> no. So, yeah. got anybody who ate there and maybe, I don't, I've never heard about anybody getting sick there, but um, I'm sure it happened. But um, yeah, I the sanitation in that place was was definitely lacking. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how any. I don't ever seen any health inspector coming through. But it might have just been like a handshake deal with <laughs> a few hundred dollar bills stuffed in an envelope or something. Well, yeah, like, we we always joked about that because <laughs> it was just like dirty and. It just doesn't seem like they ever tried to like fix anything. It's just like yeah, just running on the bare minimum. Well, when you see those like restaurant nightmare shows where they go into a dirty restaurant and he points stuff out like, oh my God, there's just chicken that's been sitting in that little fridge all day and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh wait, that's how we had the chicken. It yeah. Was just sitting, yeah. Sitting in the, and it was sitting in the fucking, um, there was chicken sitting in the flour. 
like in the fridge. And then he goes like, look at those for the for the ventilation grates above the grill. Look at those grates. They're filthy. They've got blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, those actually don't look that bad compared to the. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think we ever clean them. We never cleaned them. No, it was fucking horrible. Yeah, that was bad. That could have been a fire, honestly. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. The oven. Um, I don't I never saw that thing get cleaned. <laughs> no. The, yeah, they only the things you could see like got cleaned. Like the cleaning surfaces you could see got cleaned. Yeah, it was bad. The um cuz like on the grill side I remember cleaning the grill. The I don't ever remember cleaning the refrigerator. No. Uh, let's see. I mean, it's been so many years that I don't even remember cleaning the um countertop that much maybe we did no we clean the countertops every you you clean them off as you worked. that's the deal so like all of that stuff got cleaned off like as you were going but like a deep end of the night clean it was only you know the surfaces and the grill top and that was pretty much it like inside that oven you would clean like the little crumb traps on the ends of it but never like inside of it Nothing on the inside ever really yeah. got cleaned, I don't okay. think. So all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um that conveyor belt oven. The the fryers. I remember we'd clean them once a week. It was always mm. Sunday morning, I think, too, and we were usually hung over inside of there <laughs> yeah. cleaning that. The chicken broaster was so disgusting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was horrible. Yeah. I I remember we would we would clean those out in the morning, but we wouldn't take the grease outside to the grease trap until like the afternoon. Like that was like the just to make sure it was completely cooled off. And one time it was at night and I accidentally stepped in it. Oh. Luckily, it was all cooled by then. But yeah, I just threw those pairs of, that pair of shoe away. Like <laughs> I was I remember fucking disgusting that grease trap outside uh, yep. where you would dump it was so fucking gross and stinky. And during the summer, flies would just yeah. surround that thing. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was horrible. Yeah, I know. God, we're bringing up, <laughs> we're bringing up memories of this place that I didn't even um, <laughs> haven't thought about in so long. But like most of the places I worked, restaurant wise, after that, um, man, every every day shit had to be like spotless. Yeah, after you were done cooking, a night and day difference. I remember yeah. you telling me when you were when you were like. You don't realize it, but like that place was in violation of basically every health code. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when when you're working at a real restaurant or, well, a, you know, kitchen. I mean, Jesus, when you're getting 515 an hour and um, yeah, it just kids aren't really going to care too much. And you're getting 515 an hour because they raise the minimum wage from 425. Yeah. Like yeah. they would have paid you less if they could. <laughs> I always wondered what like Jimmy made like as the quote unquote supervisor or whatever. Probably just over like 10 bucks maybe. You think they double the pay, huh? To be a manager, like a supervisor, probably. <sighs> I know it uh that was a lot of work too. God, I mean oh, for minimum wage? God. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that was that's the thing about those minimum wage jobs. They're the most work you'll ever fucking do in your entire life. Yeah. There is a weird spectrum about the more you get paid, the less you actually work. It's kind of a weird arc sometimes how that how that works. 
Yeah, well, it's a difference between the like the the lower wage, the middle wage, and like the upper wage. The lower wage, how do they do that? Um, it's the like your pay is way down, your work is way up. But then when you get to the middle, you know you're in the middle when your pay is good and you don't really work that much. You're like kind of comfortable. That's what the middle is. You're like, oh, this is kind of nice, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. That's the dream is just to get to right there when you're like in your 20s. If you can get there by the time you turn 30, you're probably going to be good. Then when you're in the, like the upper, you barely work. You show up around 10 and then just go to immediately to lunch and you get paid an ungodly amount of money. Yeah. For, you know, yeah. just in case shit happens, you're there for your expertise. That's like the upper, you know. You know what I keep thinking? And I want to know your feelings on this. Just think about all of your jobs. So have you had it where basically your manager could be gone for weeks on end and you wouldn't even notice if like you don't even know if they're there or not and everything just keeps going as usual. And then you kind of wonder like, why is this person in that position? Because you don't nothing changes if they're here or they're not here. Yeah, a lot of it is just to make sure that someone is trusted kind of like watching over everything making because honestly you're thinking like oh for two weeks we all worked really well and we did this and this imagine two months imagine a year you know that place would turn to shit because everyone just kind of starts slacking off and you know i don't know no i mean maybe yeah yeah maybe but uh it's just like i always think about managers and it's like if it doesn't matter if they're there or not um or if you can't even tell if they're there, like you never know if they're at work or on vacation. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like that. There's a few times where it's like, I've had managers before they're on vacation. Didn't even know they're on vacation. And, um, you only need to find them if you need a day off or something. Or you need them to like sign something yeah. on your, your time card or some shit like that. Yeah. It's like, Oh, they've been gone all week. Like, really? Oh, I didn't even notice. Like, <laughs> no wonder everything's been running smooth. The, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, the working world in the United States is, uh, it is an interesting one. Yeah. Well, you just hope that you find something decent that you don't really mind doing. That's, I mean, that, that's the thing is if you just, if you hate your job and everything like that. And you might as well just kind of quit and find a new one or try to move up or move around in the company or do something else because, you know, it's there's no point in really being just fucking miserable. This you is know, very unless true. it's like the only thing you can do, you know, I suppose. But. <laughs> that is very true. I uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, I've certainly come to the philosophy that I don't know if there's a job on Earth. <laughs> where you wouldn't at some point get miserable. You know, just the redundancy of it. Yeah, kind of like office space. What would you do if you had a million dollars? Whatever you say, that's what you're supposed to do as a job. And the main <laughs> character's like, I, I would do nothing. <laughs> yeah, I I, I think everybody's fantasy is to have enough money to not ever have to go to work again. <laughs> but uh, Just sit at home and live off the interest. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I know. Wouldn't that be amazing? What is it like uh, three or four million? I think if you just sit it in your bank account, you have like 
a middle a middle class income. I think every month an oh, in interest. Yeah, in order to basically have like be even, you would have to like you'd have to you obviously pay, you know, you own your car, you own your house outright, but then you spend really like no extra money on anything, but you could have a nice little life where you pay your bills, pay for your food, and you just don't have to work. So that would be yeah, that's like the the dream. Win just that much money. The problem is you would get bored, then you would see all that money in the bank and you get a little, you spend a little here, spend a little there. Pretty soon you're going to Vegas every weekend and, you know, <laughs> going fucking hog wild. You, th- you think um, you think you would fall into that? Eventually I'd get bored and spend my money on fucking crazy shit. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> crazy shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, okay. So if you had the three million, let's just say you're getting... 3000 a month in interest, okay? We'll just be yep. linear here. Um, you know, that's pretty close to be me might even be more than some people actually do physically make take home in a month. So you could pay your bills and save up for a trip like you usually do, but yeah, you'd be bored a lot at home. So you'd have to really like you'd have to have a lot of good self-control. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know, living, I was like, oh, you could live the life that you have now, or most people have, go to restaurants every once in a while, get takeout, but um, yeah, I yeah, I guess I see your point. You'd have to fill your day with something. You, you could do what the guy in American Beauty did. Basically, he wanted, to, when, he, <laughs> when he didn't have his job anymore, because he, um, in, he didn't embezzle money. What did he do? Um, he blackmailed his boss and ended up getting like, you know, retire early retirement from his job. His job basically gave him all the money without having to work. He got bored. So he just went and got like a burger, like a job flipping burgers. Okay. So basically just give me like the most <laughs> mind numbing job you can give me the lowest responsibility. So they had him flip burgers. Just kind of do that. Yeah, that's uh. That is a good point. Or just maybe like, yeah, like maybe a part-time job. Yep. Like 20 hours a week would be perfect. Oh, yeah. Just hang out with your coworkers bullshit while you're cooking fries or making burgers, that kind of shit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I'm okay with never getting off work reeking of fucking food, deep fried Mm. food and shit like you did when you left the restaurant. That's true. The best part about that is this is actually the dream for everyone. When I was in the military, everyone, a lot of, lot of, not everyone, a lot of people would talk about this. When they got out of the military, they wanted to go get a job at like a, a McDonald's or a Burger King, something like that. Basically work there for six months, be their best employee, show up early, stay late, do a really good job cleaning. And then one day you just throw down your fucking like apron, your mop, whatever. Say, I fucking quit. <laughs> Toss over the fucking ketchup stand and shit. Like on your way out. For every time you wanted to quit the military, you do it for that one shitty job that you don't give a fuck about. That's a long, six months is a long commitment of holding in that anger just to let it out. Just to blow it out. Yeah. yeah. But it would be great. <laughs> I think you'd be better off just doing that on day one, maybe. Like, maybe do that during orientation. Save yourself six months. 
Yeah. No, I think the thing is you got to be their best. You got to be like their most trusted person, you know. (laughs) So if you were to throw a fit like that while you have a military job, would you get discharged immediately? Yeah. Problem is they would make you stay in for an extra year. So like you would be on medical. They would bump you down to like no rank. You would still have to like do shitty jobs if you like threw a fit like that. It'd just be like if if they caught you, if you, if you tested dirty, like if you pissed hot for a urinalysis, they would do the same thing to you. You, you would end up having to, you would be the guy flipping rocks basically. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is what? Do you is are they still testing for weed even if it's becoming legal in a lot of states? Oh yeah, because it's not legal federally, so they still do it for the military. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, even though I swear to God, most military people smoke pot. Well, not they're not allowed to do it like while they're in. Probably when they get out, they are. I don't know, man. <laughs> There's a lot of them. I think they just risk it because it's random, yeah. right? It's it's random, but it happens fucking often. Does like, it? <laughs> when I was in the guard, they were pissing like a certain percent of every flight, like every month. Hmm. You would every three or four months, you were like, "All right, yeah, it's your turn. You got the envelope." This, you know. Maybe if you're like in the Marines or something, they don't care quite as much. Oh, I have no idea about that. I just know, like my experience when I was in active duty. Um, we barely ever got piss tested, I guess. Maybe that's what you mean. Yeah. It was like once a year, maybe, maybe twice a year, they would call you in and like randomly and you would have to get tested. It was always when you got back. So if you went on leave for like two weeks and then came back, like went on a trip, guaranteed you were going to get tested in the next three weeks, you know. But if you never went anywhere, you never took any leave, never did anything, they would like never call you in. Really? So, okay. Yeah. It was quote unquote random. It was it's never random. Everyone knows it's not random, though. But he, yeah, well, I mean, they. I probably suppose they assume you're on vacation. You're gonna, yep, let loose a little bit. Yep, do some fucking. You're. A, you go home, visit your old friends. You know your old dirtbag friends back home. They're figuring that. They figure that for every time. So yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I suppose that is true. Well, Phil, we've been going for a bit here. Um, do you have any closing comments? Uh, no, just uh, watch out next weekend. We're uh, going to have that new episode dropping, so it's going to be a doozy. Hopefully we can get it down in uh, two parts of deep, of decent length, and it won't be uh, two hours each. Oh, I bet you'll do it. That or you'll have two very long episodes, maybe. That uh, <laughs> that happens sometimes. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. No big deal. I uh, I should be back to full strength, and hopefully Phil does not yeah. get sick over the next week. That's what week. I'm thinking. <laughs> you th- yep. You're thinking you might... <laughs> well, maybe this will happen again next week if Phil is sick. I hope not. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I do think every year we do have had this where we have to, like do a banter because either one is sick or both are sick or like some shit like that. I'm almost positive we had one of these last year. We had one last spring because we both got sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's a time of year though. You know, there's a lot of people, probably people listening to this who probably are dealing with the sickness of some kind. It's just uh, that time of the year. Yeah. Well, guys, tune in next week for... 
Men in Black, a beautiful story about men with black suits. And <laughs> Fancy men. <laughs> yeah. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, guys.